What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, sinks and inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominique Smith. First and foremost, I want to thank everybody for their continued support. Um, this Thursday, April 14th, is actually my birthday, and I've been thinking about it. And just, I'm truly grateful for each and every one of you. Year 27 was when, uh, you know, this came to life, and I'm looking forward, if the Lord lets me see another year, to doing great things. And um, hopefully you guys stick with me. And like I said, I am truly thankful for your support. The episodes coming up are ones that you definitely do not want to miss. And the content on this channel, ooh, as I smashed my desk, um, is definitely something that you don't want to miss as well. Today, the episode that you're about to hear was with Miss Cassie Parker from Laura's College. Listen, when I tell you that she is dominating the Division Three level, and it's not even Division Three, she is dominating college running right now. She is a sight to behold, and we talked about her humble beginnings. She uh, is from Iowa, so we kind of talked about you know life there and you know her story attending Iowa and then transferring to Laura's. Um, her passion and chasing a dream and then we got a chance to talk about some video games we talked about life as a college athlete why she loves running it was a really really fun interview cassie is a really cool person a very talented athlete and she's making a difference on and off the track got a chance to write about her and you can catch that story as well as uh, the other stories i've gotten a chance to work on on fanhubtf.com it's fanhubtf.com and there are so many talented writers so many talented storytellers content creators all on that site and you've heard from them on this show and there's plenty more olympians everything it is your one-stop shop for track and field including all of the podcasts that are hot on the block including this one definitely make sure to visit that follow me on twitter lactic acid underscore pod on instagram lactic acid podcast on tiktok yes i still have a tiktok i don't know why y'all maybe i'm just too lazy to delete it i don't think i'm ever gonna use it but i would like for you to follow me even though i have no idea what i'm doing lactic acid podcast on youtube lactic acid with dominic smith and if you like this podcast leave a thumbs up leave a nice review it helps the algorithm to help this podcast gets to get discovered um we are pretty much on everywhere you can find a podcast apple spotify google play overcast you name it we're on it god bless each and every one of you truly grateful for you and i hope you enjoy the episode What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, sinks and inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid, the podcast where the takes are fresh, the ideas are ripe, and that makes us the best in the bunch. I am your host, Dominique Smith, and today I have one of the best runners in college athletics. Doesn't matter the division. She's still balling out, breaking records, and she's probably faster than you on a daily pace. She is none other than Miss Cassie Parker. Cassie, thank you for taking time out of your busy life to chat me. Was chat with me. What's going on? Not much. Just got done with the run. Um, thanks for having me. Of course. I appreciate you coming on. It's so funny uh, having runners on the show because I am not a runner. I threw and running was a form of punishment. So it's always refreshing to hear people who like to do it for fun. 
uh, for a living and stuff like that. So uh, you have a pretty unique story and I'm really, really excited to get to chat with you. But I have to ask you this question. I ask everybody on the show. And that is this. If you had to pick a superhero or TV personality to describe you as a collegiate runner, who are you rolling with? Gosh, that's a good question. Never been asked anything like that. Um, It could be... It could be Marvel. It could be something off Netflix. It could be a cartoon. I really like the Marvel movies. Okay. Um, okay. Black Widow. Black Widow. Okay. Why Black and, Widow? I don't know. I watched that movie uh, when I was on an airplane going to Oregon and cross country and I don't know, I can relate to like her story a little bit and I really like her as a Marvel character. So I really I enjoy the Marvel movies. I feel that I I saw Endgame. That was three hours, but it was too emotional for me to see anything else. So I'm like, I'm lacking. But it's interesting like hearing people come on. Black Widow has been the top choice as of the past couple episodes believe it really yes before it was wonder woman but now we're switching to black widow okay and so you're in in really good company where that's concerned um so that's pretty cool so yes cassie is from laura's college did i get that right yeah yes i'm still trying to figure out what the mascot is it's the dewhawk so i guess that's a type of bird that is a specific bird yeah, it's supposed to be a Dubuque hawk. Okay. Pretty, I really hope so, I'm not wrong on that. So we're just going to say Loris because yeah. I'm not, like I said, I, I, I'm not trying to have smoke with any university, <laughs> but but she, she that's where she attends in the great state of Iowa. Um, and she is balling, y'all. Won a cross-country championships. How many school records have you broken so far? Um, Three for cross country, 4K, 5K, 6K, then indoor miles, 3K, 5K. I guess I now have the R2 um, after this past nationals. Um, and then 3K, 5K, 10K outdoor. Oh my gosh. So, so 11? So, so I think it's 11. 10 or 11 yeah so pretty much y'all if anybody has to pause to recount or recap how many records they've broken then you know they're a big deal that's what we do on the show so like i said we are sitting in the presence of greatness um but like i said you had an interesting story you are a, from a small town in iowa uh gunberg that ranges from 900 to whatever wikipedia says but it is a small town um and you actually ran in high school, but you weren't like a super competitive runner. So yeah. how do you go from like low key uh, high school track athlete to 11 freaking records? Like 
10, I counted 11. Now, listen, I was a journalism major, not a math major, so Lord forgive me, but I counted 11. So we talking double digits. That's that's hands and toes. So how do we how how do we go? How do we go to that? Gosh, I guess I kind of think about this a lot sometimes. Um, it just kind of started out. Um, I was into volleyball, middle school, my freshman year, hated running, absolutely did not like running. Um, basically, my punishment was like running. Um, and one time I participated in like a cross country event, like a glow run for homecoming. And I did pretty good. And the cross country coach is like, you should think about, you know, doing cross country. And like, I did track and did the mid distance events, but never wanted to do anything long. Um, and I ended up quitting volleyball and joining cross country. And I guess that season, while well, I was a sophomore, I started from being like the last person on the team to, you know, to finish a workout or a run to being like the second or third, you know, being up there on the varsity. And I kept thinking, yeah, I could stick with this. Like I'm pretty confident since I'm up there. Um, and it just kind of kept growing and growing a little bit. Um, but being from a small school is a little hard because like, I don't know, we never ran a lot of miles or you never really knew like how many miles to run or anything. So I feel like eventually that kind of maybe held me back a little bit um, from maybe doing something even better in high school, but I did end uh, my high school track career uh, going third in the 3K um, at state and seventh or eighth in the 1500 at state um, with big PRs. And I feel like that was kind of when I started doing a lot more things. I was like, oh, the key to running is to run more. (laughs) (laughs) That is... Yeah, my enjoyment from, I don't know, just like getting those PRs and like those records, just like it made me feel good about myself. And I wanted to keep sticking with something that I was good at. So that is that is amazing. Like I played sports. And so just like you, I went to a small school. When somebody said you had to run, that means you did something (laughs) wrong. Like no one ever like you know they were like okay well let's run an extra just true story like let's run an extra lap of warm-ups and so I was like okay but everybody didn't go to practice late and stuff like that it's like oh extra conditioning um but that is amazing like to not know how many miles you're running to actually realizing like oh I'm pretty freaking good and even more amazing is to play volleyball which is an after-school sport to go to cross country where you have to get up when the rooster is in his third cycle of sleep to get to the race. I don't know if it's different in Iowa, but a little I like, different in Iowa. Oh, wow. Okay. So listen, you know, yeah. I'm from Florida, live in Florida. So, you know, we do things not according to the right. rules. Um, so, okay. That's yeah. We used to have to get up and I used to like hang out with the cross country team for volunteer hours <laughs> to just, mm-hmm. I don't even know what I was doing, but, um, but yeah, they would have to get up super early. So, okay, well, we yeah. had to get up early. You guys have to run in, in the cold. So I guess that's a fair trade-off <laughs> and stuff that's like fair. that. But you went to the University of Iowa, sticking with the bird theme for the mascot. So you were a Iowa Hawkeye, ran at a track club, mm-hmm. um, and then was just like, I'm not feeling it. 
uh, which if you go from a small city to a big university, that is like mine. Yeah. And then here we are. Here we um, are. So one thing that I admire about your story is just your fearless nature. Like it takes courage, it takes bravery, and you put it all out on the line to follow something that you believe in and you are putting the freaking team on your back. Did you ever think that you would get to this point? Honestly, no. Um, you know, it's always a mindset to get, you know, as close as possible. But now that I'm exceeding those goals I made years ago, it's kind of crazy to think, you know, where I was a couple of years ago to where I am now. And now thinking about, you know, all these like top 10 records and stuff, it's just really crazy. Like once I set, you know, a goal, I'm like dedicated and passionate about it. Like I want to get that goal, like try as hard as I can. What were your original goals, you know, going from Iowa, you know, to Loris? Yeah. Um, so starting with like my, after I decided I wanted to go to Iowa, um, I originally wanted to put running behind me but then after I did so well at state track in high school I wanted to continue with running it was always on the back of my mind in the summer I kept going out for runs I'm like I, I didn't know why I just wanted to yeah <laughs> and uh struggling a bit at you know coming from a small town to a big town uh, wanting to be a little bit closer to home uh, those kinds of things and Honestly, I was looking at, you know, like past like nationals for D3 and like the records. And I was like, well, these aren't like impossible. Like if they can do it, why can't I? You know, yeah. I'm I feel like I'm just starting out and I keep seeing all these gains and gains. And I don't know. I just felt confident and had like a gut feeling with it. Um, and then looking at Laura Sasso my senior year. Um, I knew it, it was kind of like a good place close to home that I wanted to be at. Um, so, well, how's the process been for you? Just, it, it just seems just, I don't think anyone who hates college or hates where they are would be achieving the success that, you know, you have, it seems that you found the perfect fit. It seems like, I don't know if it's fair to say you chose the running life or the running life chose you. I've been like thinking about that, but still it's like a match made in heaven. I was going to say, maybe it met like halfway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can feel it. I can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. How's the experience been for you? It's been great. Um, honestly, just seeing my progress every single year, like even, you know, opens up the door and more memories. Um just bonding with the team and like our love for each other and bonding at practices that helps. Um, I have my assistant coach. He actually runs with me and paces me sometimes. Okay. I run with the boys every once in a while. Um, but I'm really close with my team and they're like my family and all my additional friends and my roommates and everything. Have you beat any, beat any of the boys? Yes. Okay. We okay. we had a workout on Monday. We did repeat 400s and um, kind of like caught up to them uh, where I was able to ask my coaches if I could slide in with them. And they're like, 
well, this is like the faster pack, but I, I guess so. And I was kind of making the boys a little anxious by like sticking that. with them. See, I like that. I like that. You know, like, it's it like, helps. you know, it, I, otherwise it's just me uh, versus, you know, I got people in front of me and I can just kind of go with. It's competitive excellence. But it's also girl power because I guarantee you they were like, nah, we're about to lap her. And then <laughs> you just slid onto the track and you went Usain Bolt on them. Usain Bolt didn't have the best start. But listen, from 50 meters on, he was walking people down. Listen, I like that. I like that. I need to see if some of them will come on the show and talk about how it was <laughs> to catch an L. But uh, the one thing that I noticed about you and then we'll transition from track uh, for a minute is that, you know, I kind of mentioned it earlier when you run, you run like somebody owes you some money. <laughs> like you, it's just this fearless, just energy, energetic confidence. I was listening to a story or some speech uh, earlier this afternoon. It was of Jimmy Johnson. He was saying, you know, we used to have swagger, but swagger isn't like cockiness, it's confidence that you're gonna whoop somebody's behind. And that's kind of a confidence that it seems like you carry um, with yourself as you race. And it's, you know, resulting in some incredible performances. What would you describe it as? And where do you get it from? Mm -hmm. I would say I never started out um, with all the confidence. It just kind of happened. Um, I would say like my sophomore year took a year or so um, after a couple of failures, of course. And then I was just in the mindset that why can't I like push the pace a little bit and mm -hmm. I feel like it's definitely shown this year my confidence like taking like a race out from the gun and just um, being able to prove myself you know and everyone else like the times that I can run even being you know in division three um, but I don't know I think I just even like especially like winning races and like beating the times I want to beat and the times I want to get, mm -hmm. um, that helps a lot. And then I get the confidence, like I just ran that. So by even PR a little bit, that's going to be really even better. So, oh, yeah. I don't know. I, the confidence just kind of rolls with my mindset a little bit. Um, but I do get nervous before races. Like it doesn't matter the race. It could be conference or anything. Like I know I'm going to win it, but like, I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I'm nervous and I don't know why. I feel but like then, it's be Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I and then, sorry. And then like, you know, when the gun goes off, it's just, it's gone. I'm just, <laughs> Oh yeah. I feel like it's because you care. Like yeah. maybe that's, I, 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 I've been telling more of my embarrassing stories on the show. And so I'm going to tell another one, but I was working at like a track camp uh, when I was in high school. So I'm just this, big old shop put in discus drawer and so the counselors had a four by one against the kids and I was nervous like I was like what if one of these little kids like comes and beats me and stuff like that which low-key almost happened this kid I think he's in college somewhere so I mean that made me feel a little better but still I think I don't know it's just like when you care so much it's natural to get nervous mm -hmm. and then it's like a light bulb goes off like you said as soon as you hit the starting line right so let's give a little break to this track talk. But the goal of this show is to know the superstars outside of the sport. 
And so you are no exception to the rule. And that's what the people want to know. Who is the GOAT Cassie Parker outside of the track course, outside of the well, track, whatever? You know what I'm trying to say. Who are you outside of running? That's what we need to know. Well, let's see. Um, I really like to sleep in. I'm going to kind of go by like my daily schedule. Um, usually I will go to work like eight to two or whatever. Um, if I get out early, I'll go nap, mm. eat a snack, go work out. Um, really it's nice. I only have two classes, so I don't really have, you know, to attend classes. I just do it online and everything on my own. Um, I'll play with my dog and she's about a year old. Sometimes we go on runs together. Um, so she's super fun. Um, I actually play Xbox. Oh, so, okay. So either if I'm watching TV shows or playing Fortnite or whatever, um, <laughs> or playing with Natty, I guess, um, or just hanging out with my roommates or my friends. Um, okay. So yeah. I did see your dog on another podcast, <laughs> uh, uh, sweet dog, but, um, there's so many things I have questions on, but I have to ask the most present. So you're about that Xbox life. Okay. <laughs> so Fortnite. I'm a beginner. Okay. I was going <laughs> to ask, I was going to ask, like, you see, can you tell me what it is? Like, I, I don't, I try, Cassie, I try, mm -hmm. but I can't do it. Like, I, I just can't. What I feel like, um, I mean, you go around and you like grab the weapons or whatever. And I just feel like when I started out, my goal was to like get as high as possible, you know, like second or third or fourth. And then I was really bad at first. I was still like, but like, as you want to, it's kind of like running, you want to like place as high as possible and you want to get good at it. So not, now that I'm good at it, I mean, I don't play it as much, but. Um, no, I yeah. understand that because. When you suck at something, you'll play it for hours. Maybe right. that's just me. Uh, but when you get good at it, you don't. Because it's, it's there's not, like, enough of a challenge. Right. Um, yeah. And then once you get it, you're like, okay, I got it. Like, uh, we're good for a while. I don't know. I mean, I'll try it. But it sounds boring. <laughs> like, it sounds like a bootleg. It sounds like a watered-down Call of Duty. Because all I see are, like, people jumping out of parachutes and oh, yeah. like I'm like what what are y'all doing <laughs> like yeah, what it's, is it it's not bad and you can also play like a two two or three four person team or whatever okay um so okay. that's kind of fun too what other games do you play um Call of Duty I guess that's all I really play I don't like Minecraft I never I really one. enjoyed it I have there's no careful. purpose there I have to be careful because I know some people who love Minecraft. <laughs> I'm, I can't. I, I'm sorry. I didn't try, but I just looked at the name. I saw a commercial and I was like, nah, fam, I can't do this. Call of Duty, though. I sucked at that, too, because I was getting killed, like, as soon as I would turn. <laughs> like, because there's some, like, heavy-duty Call of Duty players out there. Like, are you one of those? Yeah. 
who like really gets after it and like the scheme and, and everything of trying to think it's actually kind of fun right yeah oh man what is your what's the highest score that you've got i have no idea honestly i just play for fun it seems like you're an ace at these video games i'm i'm very <laughs> it, it because it's like a nice way to relax yeah honestly uh, i give credit to my boyfriend and his roommates because they because okay. honestly i'd go over there and then that's what they're all playing and then i'd be like i want to learn this i can just jump in you know and join them <laughs> okay well listen hey, ain't nothing wrong with that i love it <laughs> i love it i feel like more well i was gonna say more athletes should play video games but then i forgot that there's actually in college it's a sport a sport <laughs> um oh, yeah you know on espn and stuff like that where they have video mm -hmm. game tournament now granted you know they could use that time to put running on espn but you know that's neither here nor there right. okay, uh, i guess i also play nba okay now uh, who who's who's the team there's not an iowa team but who's the team oh so, um the rockets are pretty good what's my thing up what year oh not I, this know, year. I feel back to you know like 2014 around there oh, okay honestly okay. okay i just had to make sure because yeah, i'm no. like if you're playing with the rockets in 2022 and you balling then you need to There's stop running it. yeah i was gonna say it's time for you to stop running and go because that is some next level skills shout right. out to the rockets but y'all not good on 2k um that's an easy dub for me that makes my heart sing so how is it to manage a job in addition to it's nice that you take two classes um mm -hmm. what is I, I read it is it i'm not okay i'm gonna have you tell me your major because i already caught enough l so far on the show and i don't want to mispronounce this i know it starts with a k it's a uh, kinesiology but i also go. uh graduated with a psychology major as well oh my gosh so. sorry so your goal is to pretty much to save the world <laughs> oh i wish <laughs> but no how how have you because that takes impressive time management um you know you said you work from eight to two that gives me that that i feel that because you know at eight o'clock in the morning i'm asleep um, yeah and everything but how are you able to manage you know all of that and still get your runs in and still do everything mm -hmm. that a college athlete has to do honestly i think it's uh finding a job that you like doing, which I've grown to love working in the pharmacy. Um, so Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, I'll work eight to two. And then occasionally a Tuesday, Thursday, um, Saturday or Sunday, like probably like 30 hours max. Okay. Um, so I won't work, I won't work like, you know, a full week. Um, but then like those Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, we have workouts. So I'm usually you know, at practice by 3.30 or so. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like that's pretty nice along with, I don't spend a lot of time on my homework. So I really right. just focus on time management with work and then, you know, going to practice. I feel like it's pretty easy for me. I don't know. I guess I've always had like a part-time job. Um, but now since I'm older, just the hours kind of grow a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I love working in the pharmacy, um, helping, you know, fill prescriptions and all the computer stuff that comes along with it. Um, 
it makes time fly for me and I, I don't know, I just really like it and I think it fits well. Is something rewarding, especially with the pandemic, especially mm -hmm. um, like with older people who have to get their right. medicine and they're like confused because just mm -hmm. everything is just changing. Right. Um, and I guess people, I do but... give vaccine shots now. So, oh, <laughs> so that's been an interesting mix to it. So you're really, really saving the world. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Black Widow kind of, well, I didn't say it made sense, but okay. Wow. So what made you want to get into that field? Um, honestly, I had a roommate last year and I was just working at, you know, like a sporting store and mm -hmm. I really didn't like it. And my roommate goes, oh, I'm like applying for a job. So let me apply for like a pharmacy job. And I was like, well, you're too young, two years younger than me. Like, I'll apply too. And so we ended up getting the job together, working together. And we've both been there. And now we're both certified and we're both certified to give wow. shots. And wow, that's kind actually of magically really cool. happened. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> imagine myself working like anywhere else honestly like I enjoy it I you know want to stay in that career path not like I want to be a pharmacist or anything because that'd be a lot of school oh, and I'm not gosh. I'm not sure I want to go into that step of grad school and beyond but but it's really cool just you know in this conversation like you found what you're meant to do mm -hmm. um running and serving others you know specifically um and then the two things that you were doing had no correlation to the two things that you're actually right. great at um and so one more question obviously before we transition back into the running field what was it like growing up in a very 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 small town i'm always interested in country living hmm. uh, i know the food slapped no, I, I know that. Um, that's just, you know, my Southern family in oh, our yeah. small country town, but. Yeah, and um, small town, but lots of family there. Uh, we have, you know, cousins, uncles that live, you know, on a farm. Um, so they would have like land. We'd go out, we had four-wheel bonfires, um, go hiking in the woods, mushroom hunting, <laughs> just some Midwest stuff. Okay. Um, sweet corn and you know just have I don't know it was fun um you kind of like know everyone knows everyone you know you're friends with everyone um but it was pretty enjoyable uh sometimes kind of wish I was like a little bit of a bigger school like more variety of people or like more people yeah. on your team right. um, but I would say overall I had a really good experience um being in a small town not that I'd want to you know, move to a small town. I really think like Dubuque is a good size for me. So I got you. Here's one thing I learned about being in the country. Learned it very, very, very at a young age. When the sun goes down, you need to be in the house. That's <laughs> a different kind of dark that I was not like expecting and then you hear these noises like especially you know if you're on a farm or if you're near the woods and it's like oh okay it's just a bear or or it's just you know animals but that does sound like 
very, very cool just to kind of have everything at your disposal. Mm-hmm. Four-wheeling sounds legit, though. I've never been four-wheeling. I've seen videos, <laughs> and there's a part of me that is envious of that experience. I'm not going to lie. Four-wheeling in Orlando is just driving on a highway. But <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, not that you have to go fast. You know, we have, like, trails in the woods where you can just observe and it's fun what's the go-to midwestern country meal or just the go-to midwestern meal hmm. for for you for you not no, no one else for but me. you okay well definitely like i really like shrimp um sweet corn's pretty good um i don't know i'm a big seafood person honestly hey i'm so i love it too <laughs> i shrimp um i just had what kind of fish did i, I had conch or conch or whatever mm. it's called uh, seafood is picky for me because sometimes it could be too fishy mm-hmm. but if it slaps just right it's the best thing you've ever had and of course uh my life motto is if you can't fry it don't buy it so i have to like it has to be fried it gives an extra really (laughs) well except like salmon okay like i just learned you can fry salmon but that's nothing i'm trying to do um and my cardiologist will is not a fan of that but that's okay (laughs) you know but that's that's interesting i never heard seafood in the midwest <laughs> uh but hey i like it i like it yeah. i love it i love it i don't know that's just me like i love seafood like absolutely hands down listen i'm not mad at it we need more <laughs> good i'm not mad at it we need more good seafoods here in florida uh just a thought so back to running and just the college life in general i feel like and you can correct me if i'm wrong that you know, people look at college athletics and the college athletes, regardless of the division, if you're division three, if you're NAIA, or if you are a perennial division one powerhouse, and they just, I feel like if they understood what you guys really go through, then some of the false narratives um, that people say, like, oh, it's a free education or whatever the case might be, which is not the case in some respects, but it's not anything that is just meant for anyone. What is kind of a myth about college athletics that you wish would be debunked that people have ignorantly spewed? I would say um, that it's easy because it's not I feel like everyone in their major is, you know, trying to do the best they can, whether that means, you know, being up till midnight to finish the homework for the next day. I don't, I've had a couple nights like that and I feel like it's just it's not easy but like it's not difficult either but it is time consuming and like you still want to earn those good grades while still being an athlete so especially with having practices I mean that's because you have to go to practice and then you have to you know complete your homework you know and so then yeah and then you have to take care of your body as well. It's not like, you know, in mm-hmm. high school, you know, I would, you know, practice, you know, have a difficult practice, weightlifting and track practice, and then go to 7-Eleven and uh, get an Arnold Palmer, uh, which is sweet tea and lemonade, and just like 
call it a day, but in college, you can't do that. You have to really, really be mindful of the foods that Mm -hmm. you eat, you know, icing, recovering, stretching. I don't even think people consider that when they, you know, think about college athletics to your point. Right. And I feel like I really like to sleep. I feel like I need sleep for my recovery. Um, so I find that as a huge aspect, you know, get like at least nine hours and or even more, sometimes more. Nine hours? Nine or more. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> can I skip? Oh my gosh. I wish I could sleep that oh, long. I, I just can't function on a lack of sleep. Like some people can do it and props to them I just I'm not one of those people like I have to have my sleep oh I wish the Lord blessed me with that (laughs) (laughs) been so many like I function like when I was in college I mean I'm 27 but still you know I would you know writing journalism stories and you know you have games that end like like at midnight and then you have to write it and then you Mm -hmm. have to get up because I had a job too so I have to get up at six and you know, you sleep for four hours and I don't drink coffee, but, uh, I wish I had that. (laughs) See, that is a skill set. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise you can sleep that long. That's a skill set and take a nap on top of that. That is, that is not just, that's a blessing. (laughs) That is a blessing from the most high. And I, I would say I'm not mad at it, but I am (laughs) just because I wish I could sleep that long. But for the miles and the work that you put in, you need that. Like, mm-hmm. I understand that you need that. I completely understand, you know, what you're probably logging. I'm just guessing what, 60 miles a week, maybe, or whatever the case might be. 50. Okay. Same thing. It's a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, in order to, for your body to fully recover, you know, you need that adequate rest. When it comes to Division Three athletics, for whatever reason, it's overlooked because it's not Kentucky, it's not Florida, it's not Ohio State, Oregon, North Carolina. You may not have the facilities and stuff like that, but there's some incredible talent on the Division Three <laughs> level, and the competition is elite. And for me, as an outsider, and I'm you know interested to hear your perspective people who compete, if you compete in college, I don't care if it's Loras or Iowa, or like I said, Florida, Ohio State, North Carolina, or whatever, you are good. Like you do something better than the average high school athlete. And in some case, a good high school athlete can do. Not anybody can just roll up in the Loras and be like, yeah, you know, I'll be on the track team and I'm going to make a difference. No, like it takes a unique skill set and it takes hard work, dedication, mm-hmm. and perseverance, just like any other Division One or Division Two school. Why is there such negativity, or people tend to look down on Division Three athletics? In your opinion, I guess I, you know, I really don't know why it's debunked. Um, I feel like usually, you know, the top couple athletes, you know, that place at nationals, they're definitely like elite, like. They can go to D1, and I think a lot of uh, D3 athletes end up transferring uh, to D1 schools. Um, I know there's a couple from this year. They're going to grad school um, to D1, you know, to go running. And I think that's kind of like another issue is like we compare, you know, ourselves as a D3 school to like, oh, I, I could be running at D1. 
And I think that kind of, there's a gray area right there. Um, but honestly, I lately, you know, Division Three has been growing and I think it's been getting a little bit more recognized and being a part of that, um, really cool. And like even running with or showing up to Division One races, you know, and being in the race with Division One All-Americans, it's, it's so neat um, and exciting that, yeah, I'm D3, D3, but I can do it too, you know. Now, I know you said that there's a gray area and there's a comparison, but you can't tell me. You roll up into somebody's Division One home and you whoop them on their course when Laura's when they have, you know, everything, you can't tell me there's not a good feeling. At least that's me. Maybe that's just me. I know um, you're a humble person, but <laughs> I'm just. Yeah, I feel like uh, most runners, or at least, you know, the runners at Laura's here, we're pretty humble. Um, and honestly, just blessed to be doing the things we're doing and the times you've been running, you know, as a team, not just individually. Um yeah, just proving, I guess, that we can compete at these D1 meets as well, you know, and be in the race with them, no matter the division. How has your faith and, you know, just your support system helped you along this journey? A lot. Um, I guess transferring was a little hard, um, wasn't really close to anyone, but then as the new year uh, rolled around as a sophomore, have like the new freshmen come in and I was really close with them um and just kind of like the relationship with like my coaches and me getting better and like me you know strategizing with them getting closer to them and you know going to nationals with my team and my coaches um and just having that confidence as well you know you know, in my friends, like they're very supportive of what I do, you know, when I need to go out for a workout and like how time consuming, you know, running is in and out of my personal life. Like it's time consuming in my personal life as well. Um, but they're supportive of that. And, you know, that helps. How do you, how do you find balance? Obviously we talked about the video games and obviously having a job, but how to, how do you, as time consuming as what you do, you know, really is and the success that you've had with, you know, obviously it comes, you know, enhance expectations, you know, probably for yourself. Um, and then maybe what others expect, which I mean, in essence, doesn't matter, but how do you find the balance and keep what you love to do from becoming a job? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know when I, when I get home from practice, I'll maybe, you know, talk about it for like five minutes or so. And then I'm focusing on what everyone else did today. Um, like we don't need to focus on running or whatever. We talk about all the success I had over the weekend or something. But then it's like, oh, like, what did you do? You know, and then like really connecting with them and just trying to make sure like it's not about me. Like right. you guys are my friends. I want to know your lives. I want to know like the success you're having, whether that's in your sport or in your academics. Um, you know. That makes sense. And that's really, that's really, I mean, that's a sign of a great friend. Um, so a couple more questions. So we're going to get to our last segment and then uh, you can get started on that 11 hour sleep pattern. <laughs> um, 
what is the biggest thing that you would say you've learned in this whole process? I mean, this whole process, it could be about yourself. It could be about the process. It could just be anything. But if there's a lesson that you can take away or something that you look back on and just say, wow, um, what would it be? I would say that it's definitely the failures. Um, and once you fail, like it's either you quit or you keep going. And if you keep going, you're going to like reach success. So it's like that keep going part, like, um, and not quitting. Um, I've had a couple of failures, like uh, my first indoor track experience, you know, when I finished, I think it was like dead last or second to last. My legs were just not having it that week. Um, but that was probably like my biggest failure. And then at that point, my mind was just crushed. So, so then it's like, you have to regain all that confidence back, um, which eventually it ended up for the better. Um, it's really like that thin line, like you might be like this close to su success, you know, but you have to get up after a failure and go do it. So I think that sometimes um, it's a big deal. Wow. Girl, that was deep. <laughs> that <laughs> gave me chills. It's like, man, it's like, uh, like those inspirational quotes, uh, things on Instagram. We got to put that on a t-shirt and sell oh, that. I, I love actually listening to like, uh, motivational videos and stuff. Like it gets me hyped. Like usually like before like a run or something or before a meet, I'll just listen to like a five minute video and i yeah i know but i feel that like <laughs> i'm like this is embarrassing but i'm trying to write an article the other day and then uh it's like inky johnson uh he he's big on twitter he's a motivational speaker and he was like you got to fight every morning to, and he's just and i'm like man let's go and i'm, I'm not even right. like an athlete anymore i'm just writing a freaking article but no i definitely understand that but that was deep and i think that's great advice for everybody especially um young people you kind of answered the question and i mean i'll ask it you know i it was going to ask you know for you know people who look to follow in your footsteps you know what's the biggest piece of advice that you would give them um you know even though i mean that that was listen that 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 quote was an nil deal you can't tell me otherwise um i mean along with that i mean just listening to your body like your injuries um like you don't want to overdo it you want to like yeah. be able to rest and recover like um i've had injuries where i've had to you know back down from running and stuff like that but like I really like pay attention to my body like what's sore do I need to ice something do I need to go to the athletic training room or, like what do I need to like focus on in the gym and like um running it's also not just running it's also you know going to the gym and you know doing your lifts and your exercises or going to the AT room um so stuff like that two more questions and then We'll, we'll finish this off. What do you want now that, you know, you're senior, things are, you know, wrapping up. Um, like I said, right now, uh, I'm going to go back and listen to this and I have a, something pulled up. I think it's 11. So pretty much um, you need two hands and a foot to count the school record so far. Uh, 
what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want people to remember you as when it comes to being a runner and a leader in, in your story, through your story? That's a good question. I would say just being able to, you know, run with grace and confidence, but also being, you know, a humble and kind person, you know, being kind to my competitors, you know, getting to know them, um, you know, not just having it be all about me, you know, and also, you know, focusing on your teammates and such. Um, yeah, like I, I love my teammates. I have a good bond with them. And like, it's not just about me on my team. It's about also what everyone else can do and what we can do combined. Why does kindness matter to you? And I just feel like if you're kind to people, they'll be kind to you. Kind of like, you know, the golden rule, like treat others how you want to be treated. Like yeah. treat others like how I wish to be treated, you know. I get that. I get that. That's a good rule to live by. Last question. How are we rocking this year? It's, it's the last year. Uh, we're, we're on no, the... Uh, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. So we... we st- okay, we still got some more time, but the question yep. still remains. How are we rocking this year? What can we expect from you on the track? What you got for us? Well, we're going to keep the momentum running from indoor. Let's see, I'm headed out to California in less than seven days. Um, So I'm going to be running uh, my first race with outdoors, the 10K. So I think it's on a Friday. Um, I'll be running at the Stanford Invitational. Yes, that is a Friday. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, we're going to be supporting. We're going to be rocking. I'm so pumped. Uh, Look forward to a hopefully another national championship. Uh, I would bet any piece of chicken that you break that uh, school record in the 10K. Oh, I already Uh, have it. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Again. Again, The elves that I am catching on this interview. Um, Honest to God's truth. Forgive me for not putting some respect on your name. You are going to re-break your record at Stanford. Is that is that better? And I have yeah. to like I have to say that because you have the record book. It is the Cassie Parker record book for the Lawrence College, <laughs> um, which is fine. Like like I said, like I said on the show, we have the goat on the show. Like if you have to start using toenails to count school records, then you know you're the goat and you know you're balling. And so now we have entered in the last segment of this show. It's called Down the Home Stretch. I'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions. And if you can answer them to the best of your ability as fast as you can, that would be great. If you don't, it's okay because six people, six or seven people have completed this challenge with the winner being Kara Winger. Um, she took it as a challenge challenge, like it was the Olympic finals and she came out swinging and she won. So we want to see if you can beat that record. If not, like I say, it really is no big deal. Are you ready? So, If you had to pick a food to live with and to live without for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, 
to live with and without. Um, I'll live with pasta without the black licorice. My girl, that's nasty. I don't even know why that came into the world. Okay. If you had to pick an actress to portray your life in a movie made about your journey, who would you go with? Oh, what's her name? Selma Huggins, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. That is a very popular answer on the show. <laughs> uh, Jennifer, if you want to sponsor this show, just go ahead and email Lactic Acid Podcast. We gave you some free notoriety in these episodes. Okay. What's on the go-to playlist before race? Cinderella Man by Eminem. <laughs> oh my gosh, that song used to get me so hyped, especially when it's the beat dropped. So good. Oh man, okay, sorry I got too caught up in that. Okay, if you had to pick someone to narrate a race that you're running, so, and I mean narrate, like Cassie runs through the woods on the last K of this race, like who are you rolling with? It could be anybody. I would say Stu from D3 Glory Days. He, he, D3 Glory Days are a podcast and they yeah. um, announce nationals, but you know he's everything with distance running he could do you know every step by step yep d3 gorday's big time podcast in the Sidious network Sidious uh podcast network definitely be sure to check them out okay what is the dream vacation spot well i've always wanted to go to hawaii somewhere with the beach i've been to florida um yeah somewhere with the beach Okay, what part of Florida I have to ask? Uh, I've been to Panama City, you know, okay. Orlando, um, Fort Myers, around there, Clearwater. How, how'd you like Orlando? It was okay. I went in high school, you know, to Disney World, I believe it is, um, and SeaWorld and Universal. Um, okay, I live in Orlando, so I just had to ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so l for orlando it's all good i understand all right so a couple more questions favorite book that you've ever read let's go with the hunger games okay um last tv show that you binge watched binged watched outer banks go to seafood plate Baba Gump shrimp. Okay, and you need, so it's just shrimp, and then you need two sides. Two sides. I'd probably do like lobster mac and cheese and like french fries. <laughs> I, I ain't even gonna, no, I'm not gonna get mad at that because I had something similar a few weeks ago, so I can't get mad at that. <laughs> Listen, you need those starch, you need those carbs. We're athletes here. It's for our benefit. Okay. Last couple of questions. Here we go. Is a boneless chicken wing considered, should it be considered a chicken nugget or a chicken wing? So a boneless chicken nugget. Is it a chicken wing or a chicken nugget? Boneless. Like... Buffalo so, Wild so, Wings? Yeah, so a Buffalo Wild Wings chicken wing with no bone. I would bone say, say like a chicken nugget, like a grilled flavored chicken nugget. 
this is why she's the champion, y'all. This this is why she is the champion. Answers like that is why she's the champion. Okay. <laughs> if there was a movie made about you, what would it be called? Uh, the Adventures of Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a television series. Honestly, um, I made like a Snapchat story a while ago and had like my roommates in it because like anything just stupid or silly just happens to me just inconvenience no i feel that like kind of like you walk and then you trip over your own feet kind of deal yeah okay that happened to me today so (laughs) i understand the struggle last question even though it just slipped my mind we're gonna power through it what is the dream for you when it comes to running post-collegiate if it's into that well i'd really like to go um, somewhere warm um to run and work part-time you know at a pharmacy or something um i think it'd be really cool to either go to colorado arizona or north carolina i think that'd be pretty cool so bonus question if there was a song that described your life what would it be um oh gosh i don't know really i mean i like all genres um so you want to pick would it be easier to pick a genre yeah i'll do country i was gonna say country (laughs) i was gonna say country so what would be the country music song well i really like morgan wallen um Or there's a new song that I've been listening to. It's called AA. Okay. It's for not for all American, but for Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh. But it's so really good. Like I haven't heard it. Okay. I'll listen really, to it. I can't really tell like that's what it's about, but it's good. Well, listen, any song that has a nice storytelling element is all good with me. <laughs> Cassie, you have survived and you have passed and aced down the home stretch. You killed it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy life to come on the show. Where can the good people of this podcast support you and find you to keep up with your results? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not, um, I guess not I in should, that. Maybe I should start posting them more. I would probably say just the Loris College athletic page. Okay, and so nobody is coming after me. I was talking about her (laughs) her track and field results and stuff like that. Okay, so again, that makes the 27th L we've caught on the show. And with that, it is time to call it a day. You know where you can find us going to Lactic Acid Podcast page on Instagram, Lactic Acid Podcast, Twitter, Lactic Acid underscore pod. Uh, I do have TikTok, don't know how to use it, can't promise you that I will, but I would like for you to follow me at Lactic Acid Podcast. And then the website has everything you need, including the YouTube link, lacticacidpodcast.org. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, shoot me an email at lacticacidpodcast at gmail.com. Would love to talk with you. Would love to bring your brand into our little lactic acid family. Until next time, peace. Peace.